Sports 1440. Low down with low tide. Kind of sliding in a little mellow this hour. Now, you're taking a bit of a beating on the text line over Frock. But I want you to know, sometimes we don't know words. Yeah, I'm getting it pretty bad. Yeah. I'm getting it pretty bad. And I honestly thought the text line was going to agree with me on this one. One text came in about painting. You, you wear it went to paint. I, you know, I thought that was a smock and I'm probably making a fool of myself again. Um, yeah, not a good day for me. I thought I was going to have support, but uh, it has been quite the opposite. A couple of ladies texted in and I thought they were hilarious. They, they said something along the lines of even my husband knows what Frock is. So I, I it's like, well, you know, I thought that was funny. I, I mean, was, I'm, I'm not married, so maybe well, I have an excuse there. There's no one, one, no one's taught me it yet. If you read any historical literature, you'd know the word frock. I've read a little. I've read a little. So what's, don't be saying any. What's your favorite uh, nonfiction book that you can think of right now? My favorite nonfiction book? Yes. Uh, Sugar Ray Leonard's autobiography. Very nice. Yeah, it's probably that nice. is a, yeah. exceptional. And I guarantee he didn't use the word frock once in that book. So I've read it cover to cover. Well, I mean. <laughs> Be sure before you say that. Remember <laughs> last hour. Sure. I'm pretty <laughs> sure about this. I would, if Sugar Ray said it, I would have remembered. Great, great fighter and a great story, too. We're now joined by another great fighter who's worked his way all up to Oilers Nation where he, he... I never could figure out what you do there, but I know it's a lot, Bag Milk. Do you want to brag on yourself a little bit? Uh, you, you're in charge of a lot of content. I am in charge of a lot of content. That's kind of the behind-the-scenes thing that nobody really knows about. Everybody kind of sees the, the, the writing and the podcasts and the memes and the silliness. But, yeah, behind, uh, behind the scenes, I'm kind of got fingers and pies around the network. So oversee all the written web content for the Nation Network is what's on my to-do list. Are you responsible for that photograph I saw of uh, Tyler Uremchuk that, that had been Photoshopped and scared the hell out of me? <laughs> Well, Al, we made a bet with young Tyler and we set a goal to hit 30,000 YouTube subscribers. And if we got there by the trade deadline, which is, you know, for early March, late February, that Tyler would do a boudoir shoot. So when we put that out on socials, um, you know, the Photoshop started coming in. So that one I did not make. I wish I could claim it. I wish I could take credit for it. But that was one of the guys at the office. Waz made that one. It's a great Photoshop, though. I have a, a friend of mine passed along a brilliant Photoshop idea for about a month from now. If I send you the idea, would you cook it up for us? Absolutely. All right. Sure. That's on the way. I will. I, I'm sure I have your email. And uh, this this time it won't be a threatening email I'm sending you. It'll be a nice one. The tone will be different. Yeah, nice. Uh, so who are you looking forward to seeing at the at the uh, uh, Penticton tournament? Who who are you going to have all eyes on? To be honest, the guy that I'm looking at most is Xavier Borgo. Um, I, I think that there's a point where, you know, listen, Nuge and Kane and Hyman aren't getting any older, and we're going to have to see who the next crop of Oilers are going to be that come in and fill those spots down the line. And Xavier Borgo is a guy who's got some finish, he's got some skill, he's got a nice shot. So I want to see what he can do against, you know, the best of his peers. I'm going to be watching him the closest um, as I can at the Penticton Young Stars. But it's also interesting because we're taking names like Xavier Borgo. Long gone are the days where it was the Taylor Hall show, and then it was Nuge, Yakupov, and then eventually Connor. So it's been interesting to see how that tournament has evolved for all of us Oilers fans. But definitely Xavier Borgo. Who's on your mind? Well, I I like Borgo. I, I, I've been defending him because people are saying nasty things about him because the Oilers didn't take the goalie. But I thought Borgo's numbers were really good on draft day. The, the kid that I want to see... 
Uh, just because he's new is Bo Akey. Uh, he's very mobile. Uh, I know that there's a little bit of worry about how much chaos he brings defensively, but I really appreciate Scott Wheeler, and he said he's really learning a lot defensively. So it'll be Akey, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm a Borgo fan because people have been ripping him for two years, and I, that's, I'm a sort of an underdog guy. I like the underdogs in, in, uh, in sports, and so I, I'm hoping Borgo shows well. And for, I, I was reading, ah, don't remember who it was, said on Twitter that he looks bigger and stronger and he's moving quicker, and those are the things that, that you like to see. Uh, now, are, are, is there a contingent going out from the nation to Penticton? Yeah, so we're going to have uh, Bruce Kerlock from Oilers Nation is going to be out there covering it for the Oilers angle. We're going to have Ryan Pike from Flames Nation covering it for the Flames. And then we're going to have Chris Faber from Canucks Army doing the Canucks side of the tournament. So we're going to have three members of the Nation Network down there covering it. We're going to have a lot of content going out on those three sites. But here in Edmonton, we're going to have our boy Bruce. He's going to give the full breakdowns from uh, from Penticton. So I'm really looking forward to it. He he's done. He's established himself with some really nice content relating to our prospects. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he does when he's got boots on the ground. Bruce is excellent, as is Pike as well. And uh, the 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 thing about the Canucks is they have tons of prospects. So you know they're they're in that different you know part of the window to win. They're I think they're sort of yeah. building up again. Whereas Calgary uh, is pushing, and the Oilers are all in uh, on making the uh, the play. Playoffs. As we get closer here, are are you like does does Adam Ernie PTO does that move the needle for you? Or are you done with PTOs? I, I started talking about that a little bit last night on my podcast. Better late than never. I just didn't know. I don't know where he fits. Like the Oilers have so many lefty options that I feel like unless the plan is to play him on the right side, I don't know where he goes. I don't know who he beats for a job. The thing I like about PTOs and and. I don't know if you saw the list of PTOs the Coyotes gave out yesterday. It was basically the rest of the free agents available, it seems like, they invited to their camp. I like the added competition. So whether or not Adam Earn makes a – or whether or not he makes – turns his PTO into a contract is almost irrelevant for me. I just love the idea of no spots given out anymore. It's it's not going to be – if you want to play even in the bottom six, you're going to have to go out and earn it. So does it move the needle for me? Not overly. Um but if he comes in and steals someone's job, I'll cheer for him just as loudly as I would anyone else. So I love the competition. So we'll see what happens. I'm just looking forward for camp getting underway and we can finally answer some of these questions. Sports 1440, lowdown with low tide. Bag Milk joining us from Oilers Nation and a daily faceoff. Do you wonder, I do, do you wonder if Ken Holland is saying to himself, I, I, I'm going to trade the 2024 first round pick at the deadline. I know this. But I might trade Broberg or Holloway if they don't take a step forward. Or do you think that's a bridge too far at the deadline? Maybe you, you'd you wait a year and, and make room for both of them next year by trading Kulak and, say, Fogel in the summertime. I love that you asked this question because I don't think – well, for me personally, if I was Ken Holland, I think Holloway is a little bit too green to even make a decision on what he can or cannot be. I think that he got a taste at the NHL level last year. It didn't maybe necessarily go as well as some of us would have hoped. You know, we're always bullish on our prospects. We think everybody's going to win the Calder, and it didn't happen. But I'm fully expecting him to be better this year given the chance to play – some more regular minutes than he has so far. The interesting one, though, is Philip Broberg. To me, he's got a little bit more pressure on him to kind of steal a spot and make sure that he's an everyday player 
Otherwise, he could absolutely be a, a chip going out at the deadline for sure. If, if we're talking about potentially upgrading the, oh, I don't know, just to throw out a name, the Cody Cece spot on the depth chart on the right side, maybe Broberg in a first-round pick kind of kind of entices somebody to give you a piece that, that, no, you have to have a bigger conversation. So to me, Holloway would be a little bit too early to make a call on, but Broberg, we're at decision time, in my opinion. Yeah, I think that's fair, and I also think that this is the year to do it. And right defense, I, I mean, I, I remember rumors years ago about Alex Petrangelo coming here, and I'm not saying that he's the guy, and I'm not saying he's the right guy. I'm just saying a name like that. If you if you are all in like Ken Holland is, and you're making the decision to trade uh, you know, Jack Campbell plus plus plus, and you need a goalie and a right defenseman. We could see absolute fire at this year's trade deadline as they try to put it across and and win a Stanley Cup for uh, McDavid, Drysaitel, uh, the rest of the roster, and all of Edmonton. Um, is this? I feel, and I haven't said this out loud, so this is breaking news. Uh, not really, but I think this, we're about to see the most boring preseason in Edmonton Oilers history. There's one spot, man. And everything else is yeah. sort of taken, right? Yeah, I'm with you. I think it's going to be an incredibly boring preseason here in Edmonton. Uh, first of all, it's about, what would you say, Al, about six games too long, four games too long oh, yeah. in the first place. And like you said, there's not really many spots available to grab. So I think uh, a lot of it is going to be going through the motions. And, and you know, we're going to get a lot of games where – We've got, you know, the PT got, PTO guys are filling in for the for the contracted players that you don't necessarily want playing too many reps in the preseason. But I'm fully with you. This is going to be easily one of the most boring preseasons I can remember because there's not really a whole lot to watch for for us other than waiting for October 11th when it's actually showtime. Yeah, it's it's going to be an, an absolute blast. Tell us a little bit, if you can about your the the plans at the nation about what what we can look forward to this year uh i know there are trips already because ira is on my blog complaining that he couldn't get to go to the first one uh what have you got what have you got up your sleeves this year yeah so the first nation vacation thanks to everybody listening that joined us on the trip so we're going down to seattle in november so that one's locked in we sold out it's going to be a great trip on the 11th we are going to do a season launch party as we always do we're going to we're going to set up a, a spot for everybody. We're going to watch the game together. We're going to, we're going to have giveaways and prizes and do our regular thing there in February. We haven't launched this one. So we're going to be probably towards the end of this month, launching our trip to Arizona. We're going to go watch the Oilers play on the long weekend in February down at the tiny little arena, which I could not be more excited about. I don't know wherever you, wherever else you would get an opportunity to watch an NHL team play at such a small rink. So I'm yeah. really, really excited about that one. And then we're also going to try and put it together some kind of activation, some kind of uh, nation event for the Heritage Classic in October as well. So we've got a lot coming on. Uh, we've got a lot on the slate in terms of events. We've got a lot on the slate in terms of just content. We're going to be launching new live shows once the season starts as well. So if you're looking for Oilers content, Oilers Nation is going to have you covered from the time you wake up until the time you put your head back down. So we're going to have a very, very busy season. I'm really looking forward to getting going. This offseason is dragged for me. Yeah, it has for sure. Bag Milk, thank you. Thank you. All right. Every Thursday, Bag Milk joins us. I wonder if, like, maybe sometimes he'll be warm bag milk and chocolate bag milk. Milk to go, strawberry, strawberry oh, milk. Very nice. Mm, that'd be a cool one. Yeah. It doesn't roll off the tongue very well, though. 
Do, do you like the, the, the chocolate milk that's like in the carton that's already pre-done or do you like the Nestle Quick? No, I like it. I like the pre-made one. <laughs> they do it better than I can. That's why it's coming from a factory. I, I kind of like the little, cause sometimes there'll be a little bubble and it'll be full of, no, okay. I definitely had the, the, the one you make yourself more as a kid, mm-hmm. but my mom, almond mom, wasn't very big on sugar, so she never gave us very much. Very wise. Oh, yeah. She... 9.30 and no sugar. Good, <laughs> smart mom. So then when I got like older and had the actual one out of a carton, I was like, oh, this is what it's supposed to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like that. It's like that scene in Back to the Future where George McFly's like, give me a milk, chocolate, slides it over. That was my experience drinking it for the first time out of the carton. Do you know my experience with milk was that you'd get this these big bags of powdered milk mm-hmm. this is how poor people lived you you get powdered milk and you'd pour some powdered milk and then you put water in and you stir it up and it's milkish oh milk. yeah oh yeah. yeah that was how they did it back and then, then you poured it into your puffed wheat and the puffed wheat wouldn't go down it would just rise <laughs> it was the 60s and the 70s man you if anybody says you missed out on a lot tell them they're a flat-out liar it was the best of times it was the worst of times yeah, it was the worst of times and the worst of times somebody says sour bag milk how did we miss that after a loss on a Wednesday? I know. He'll be soured yeah. bag milk. We have tons of texts coming in. We'd love it. 833-401-1440. Somebody said we're not giving it out enough, so let's do it. 1-833-401-1440. We are going to roll through a bunch of texts on the way next. This is the Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440. It's the Lowdown, Sports 1440. I'm, I'm, I was digging that tune. It's very good. What's your favorite Canadian band or artist? My favorite Canadian artist, probably Brian Adams, mm-hmm. just because I think Heaven is such an all-time ballad. But that is my favorite Bare Naked Lady song, I will say, which is why I chose it. But yeah, can't go wrong with Brian Adams. Summer of 69, Heaven, Everything I Do. I could just list his songs if you want, but you know. <laughs> You're doing a you very the, good yeah, job you get the, of you get the gist it of it. I I'm, mean, Drake as well. Drake's another popular one just yeah. because he's so big. Well, but, he's massive. Yeah. The weekend is, everybody's excited about the weekend. Huge. Every weekend. All right. A few things here that we want to pass along. Frank Saravalli reporting the Avs appear to be examining options on the goalie market. Sounds like uh, Pavel Frankuz has not completely recovered from his offseason injury. <laughs> hey, if I can't pronounce a word, I'm not doing it. And there's a concern he'll miss some time. He made just 16 starts a year ago. And then some Chris Johnston saying that maybe Kessel has a contract, not at PTO levels yet. So the, the, even though we had rumors earlier, there's still rumors coming in. And, of course, Gregor will have more for you at 2 o'clock. Declan, it's okay. No one's as smart as Low Tide thinks he is. Just ask him. He'll tell you. Ooh, little fastball there. Look, when you don't know a word, that doesn't mean you're not smart. It just means you don't know the word. And in in fairness to our friend Declan here, frock is not a word that you see every day. It's like phonics. There are just words that, that sort of die away. And that's one of them. I'm still half convinced people think are thinking of frolicking or something like that. Like I'm still, this might be an elaborate prank. Because okay. I, a, a coat from the 1800s? I'm, I'm working with you here. I'm trying to... No, I'm going to back off. I'm okay. going to accept I was wrong, to, look in the mirror, and be better tomorrow, try, but try, try. I'm not happy about it. This is, it's not the Jim Brown moment that Yurumchuk had, so don't worry about that. No, no, no. no. Burton Cummings. That just got blurted out. I'm a big Burton Cummings fan. I have many Burton Cummings stories, but I can't share them now. We'll have to do that later. Oil Kings announced yesterday a wrestling event with Edmonton's Love Pro Wrestling. 
January 21, matches will happen pre-game and during intermission. Thoughts? John and St. Albert. I love wrestling. I love hockey. I love hot dogs. I love beer. I love people. I love loud, loud, loud arenas. And I like lights. And I can't think of one negative thing about the idea. Blue Rodeo is my vote for Canadian band. No bands anymore. Whale and the Wolf is a rarity. By the way, my friends, Whale and the Wolf have a brand new album out. So excited for them. You know, they're just a hard-working bunch of guys, and but they're talented. Like, they write their songs. They sing their songs. They've got great... And it's not like head-banging, rock-and-roll, three-chord, anybody-can-do-this. This is the real stuff. They're talented. There's, there's soul in their music. Whale and the Wolf. Envy is the debut album. Download it. Listen to it. Love it. They're, they're, I, I hope they go larger than life. I really do. And not just because I'll probably be able to, you know, tag along, fly to Vegas when they're there and maybe they'll put me up. No chance that's happening. Hello, Low Tide. So glad, uh, lots of you guys are back. Miss the talk and banter so much. Edmonton needs this. Rhino the Boilermaker. Have you ever had a Boilermaker? That is the, uh, the beer with a whiskey in it? I believe that is correct. Yes, I've had um, that. I've had that. All right. Okay. Spruce Grove, Joel here, Low Tide. Happy to have you back. Let's go Penguins. Interesting. We don't get a lot of Let's Go Penguins. No, you don't find it too much in this market, but, I mean, they got one fan out there when they come to town. There'll be one in the crowd at least. I'm, uh, I'm a big fan of Penguins. Mm. I feel as though my spirit animal is a penguin. Really? Yeah. Okay. We walk the same. <laughs> I was going to say, in what capacity? We, you we have uh, we have a lot of the same uh, loyalty to others. Um, penguins rock. So when you're watching a team out uh, east, you're watching Pittsburgh then? No, I don't okay. like the Penguins. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there was no translate. Okay. Right. I did when Greg Polis was there, mm-hmm. but that was like in 1972. Been a while. LT, does your producer know who Jim Brown is? Yes, he does. All of the producers who will ever work with me for the rest of time will know the Jim Brown story. People are using the word frock as, as in a way that implies another word. And I want you to know it's coming in so you don't have to worry about it. It's been covered. We're not going to go there. Any student who applied themselves in school knows the word frock. That's a little much, Right. There are words that just go away. There are. And, and they, you know, we're living in a world now where common, fairly common words won't be, my daughter uses slay all the time. Slay, she'll say. I think that's good, right? Oh, yeah, it's great. So that's a big one for us youngins. Phrases are like that too. When I was a kid, one of my favorite phrases was no way Jose. You never hear that anymore. I still say it semi-ironically sometimes. Sure, but as a joke, exactly, right? As a yeah. as a callback to mm-hmm. a, you know a distant time when frock was used, when powdered milk came in the mailbox. <laughs> it didn't, but it could have. Everything, everything came through the mail. Oh my God, what a time to be alive! Shania Twain, not Canadian. What? We don't. This is a no dis Shania Twain zone. It, it, the day I saw her, she's on a she's on a back porch, and there's the weather vane going, and she's cute as a button, and she starts to sing "No One Needs to Know Right Now." From that moment on, I've been in love with her, and it will never change. Don't even think about it. That's a step off. That's off limits. Shania is a queen. 
A question. Based on your contacts, knowledge, etc., how many Canadian season ticket holders or casual fans go to each hockey game in Buffalo and Detroit and Seattle? How many thousands from Jumpin' Jack Flash? Well, that's not a number I can give you, but I'm sure it's a lot. Hey, Declan. Hooked on Phonics worked for me. YYC Ryan. You're too far in your life now. Don't be going back. Don't be going back. Yeah, go read a book. I, you know, go. You, your four-year-old brother yeah. has it going on. Yeah. Go find a book. If I listened to him a little bit more, I probably could have learned frock. But <laughs> no, you nobody uses. There's no reason to use the word frock. You know, people rarely use the word garment anymore. There's words that are going away. Every it's it's just like birds and and animals. Everything gets extinct sooner or later. So frock is like the snow leopard of words. Totally. Okay. There was a hinterland, hinterlands who's who on frock in the fifties. No longer. <laughs> We've moved on. We have different words. Slay. I'm not doing that. Somebody said Google inside a penguin's mouth. Terrify. I'm not doing that. I don't, I have enough that I'm afraid of that I've seen in my life. Have you have you ever seen one of those shows where they show you what's deep under the sea, like way, way, way down? There are some scary-looking things down there. There's just, they're all teeth. Who goes through life like that? Except the Osmonds. You can't do that. Scare a guy. How do you think Broberg does this year? I think he's going to play, and I think he's going to do well. I'm a fan of Broberg. Low Tide, what makes you think that if Lavoie doesn't make the team, he would get picked up on waivers? He has zero NHL experience, and other teams send players like him down every year. Well, I'm glad you asked me, because I'm going to go on a, a little bit of a rant. I'm not going to yell or anything. What's the hardest thing to do in sports, but specifically hockey? Score goals. It's really hard to do. What does Raphael Lavoie do a lot? Score goals. So... If you're, if you're looking for that thing and you have no chance of making the playoffs, and even if you do, you're going to get, you know, punted right away if you're a team, why wouldn't you take a chance on a guy like that? For crying out loud. Raphael Lavoie is good. I know that you're not used to, you know, hearing people say that, you know, this guy's good and he plays for the Oilers, but he is. He's been developing down there. They've done a really good job. He scores 4.41 goals per game, which is a really good number. Among the players his age that are ahead of him, there are very few in the AHL from last year. Very few. I'm counting right now. Quinton Byfield is younger. Doing this live. Nikita Alexandrov is the same age. Jake Pelche, one year younger. Adam Peckman, one year younger. And Sam... Fajimo is the same age. So that's like, what, five that have more goals per game than Raphael Lavoie? Come on. This isn't, we're not talking, I'll tell you a story. I'll tell you a story. Do I have time to tell the story? Yeah, I do. Okay. So I have sort of a weird relationship with other media people because I'm in media, but I don't, I don't really pay attention to other media because it doesn't benefit me. I don't, I don't ask anybody for, uh, tips on, you know, trades or anything, because that's not what I do. I, I talk about what the Oilers should do. 
and then they don't, and then I say why well, they're wrong. It's a great life. So I don't, I'm not beholden to anybody. I'm just who I am. And sometimes because of that, you get information from people because they know you're not going to share. There's no reason for me to do that. So I'm not going to tell you who, but I'm going to tell you somebody in Edmonton Media years and years ago called me on the phone one day and said to me, hey, and I said, hey, because I'm a, I'm a nice guy on the phone. And they mentioned the name Brandon Davidson. And they said, Brandon Davidson's name will not appear on the waiver wire today. And I said, okay, because it meant nothing to me. He said it was going to, but we, there was a tip that he was going to get claimed. And the organization kept him on the roster. He played 51 games that year, and he had a great year. Now, he got hurt because Matt Kachuk and Dustin Bufflin, uh, I mean, they ended him. But he, the, the Edmonton Oilers organization was going to waive somebody. He was going to be picked up on waivers. They pulled him back right at the last minute. And that happens a lot. Now, we don't think about it because the years roll by and other teams get victimized by waivers. But it happens. Whitney, Ray Whitney here in Edmonton, that happened here. It happens. And good players get placed on waivers. And goal scorers get chosen and picked on waivers. Because goal scorers are hard to find. Even ones who maybe are a little bit flawed here or there. I've been thinking about the Flames roster. Their top three centers are all similar versions of the same thing. Two-way responsible types. Oh, that. I think the Flames uh, need a one-dimensional skill-scoring winger. To round out their top six, I'm thinking Phil Kessel to Calgary on a PTO to help that power play. What say you, Callan Red Deer? I think Phil, I like Phil Kessel, always been a fan. And I think he could, I don't think he'll fill the net because he's too old now, but he can help. I'm a big Lavoie fan. I'm a big Lavoie fan and hope he makes the team. Just not sure he would get picked up from Cozy. I, I think he would. Um, John in St. Albert, he's busy today. Gary Bettman and NHL commissioner are open to Atlanta returning to the NHL to make 33 teams. Third time's a charm? I don't know. I have a, um, a brother-in-law who lived in Atlanta several years, and he he told me that the, the Braves, the Falcons, college football, and he lived there when the Thrashers were there, and he said he could never find any information on them. So that's a tell. I think. Word of the day, vestibule. Should we do a word of the day? I think we should, and I think vestibule is a great place to start. Vestibule is something I still use, actually, when talking about that, you know, certain specific area. I still work it in the conversation when I can because it makes me sound sound a little more well-versed. Well, today's word is frock. I mean, there's nothing we can do about yeah, that. You, I was really hoping you could give me, give me, give me the, uh, <laughs> give me the leaf to float on, and we could go with Vestville, But that makes sense. Um, <laughs> you know, if I just let it go, it would have died. But no, no. Mike in Ontario from Winnipeg, favorite Canadian band is going to be Rush. Something newer is a band out of BC called We Hunt Buffalo. Okay. Shania was born in Windsor, Ontario, and is a queen. You're telling me. You're telling me you listen to Shania Twain and you don't like that. Come on, man. No one needs to know right now 
after the show, after Gregor's done, you put that on. That's beautiful music. And she she played at the Grey Cup. She comes in with her team of dogs and, and sleigh thing. And it's very good. Big fan. Hip, Our Lady Peace are my top Canadian artists. Oh, my top Canadian artists would be, I love the Weaker Thans. I know nobody knows who that is, but they're very good. Uh, I love Neil Young. Big fan of Neil Young. Everything he's ever done, I love. Um, I love Blue Rodeo. Love um, Doug and the Slugs. I partied with Doug and the Slugs. There you go. I was at a I was at a bar once. Doug and the Slugs was playing. I had a beer. I put it down. Doug came off the stage and drank my beer. That's such a low tide story. Honestly, God, I, I'm I, like, damn it, man! You can I, afford beer. <laughs> I believe it wholeheartedly. <laughs> I always, I, I, back in the day, I would go to lots of, uh, I saw Streetheart a million times. They were like the club band of Regina. But back in the day, I was, you know, I mean, I was young. That was a similar thing my dad had. I think he, he used to see Spirit of the West pretty frequently. Oh, yeah. I love yeah, Spirit of the West. In bars at the U of S. And I think, yeah, yeah that was another nice. big one. Your dad's from Saskatchewan? Yes. yes oh, yes. Well, now, yeah, no wonder you went to bed at 9 30. You were raised right. Yeah, I had to get up and work the farm. What, <laughs> what part of Saskatchewan? Uh, Swift Current. Swift Current. Very Swift nice. Current, yeah. Home well, that's Broncos. Speedy Creek. I don't know why, but there, there's a little jag there. It's a pretty slow town to be nicknamed Speedy Creek. I used to go there and drive. I would turn at uh, uh, Swift Current and go to uh, East End. I had relatives in East End, Saskatchewan, which is really close to the border. It's a long way. You have to go to Cadillac, yep. all the big towns. And uh, I know that area well. It's really nice. Yeah, there's... my grandpa's from Estevan, which is okay. Estevan, which is right by the border as yeah. well. So yeah, spent some time down well, there. Well, I like you even more now that you're a Saskatchewan boy. I That's why you're, you're a Rough Rider yes, fan. Yes, yes, of course. It's in the blood. Bleed yeah, green. Rough Rider fans. Um, it's hip all day, boys. I love the hip. I love uh, Head by a Century most. I love uh, Blow It High Dough. Um, I like I like a lot of their stuff. Some of the early stuff was not recorded well. It was kind of muddy. And I always want somebody to go back and just re- clean it up. You know, where's Bob Ezrin when you need him? Love Rush. I like their first, their second album, the Fly By Night album. It has uh, Beneath, Between, Behind, By Tor and the Snow Dog. I mean, it wasn't a hit, but it should have been. Um, I'm going to read that in a minute because it's not a text for air. Okay. Uh, when everybody says not a text for error, I move on. It was it was a very kind text. I think you're going to appreciate it. Oh, okay. Well, that's kind. Does the band count? Because they're the best. No other band in history could have called themselves the band. There's a there's a documentary on that. And Levon Helm, he talks about they were going to call themselves the Crackers. <laughs> and the record company said no. So they just put out an album, and on the back it said the band. And that's how they became the band. And they're brilliant and... That's why we, we count them as Canadian and we, we just, we make a little bit of a Donald Trump loop down to Arkansas so that Lee Van Helm can get involved and uh, be part of Canada. Remember when he did that with the magic marker? He was the, the storm he was changing the trajectory of. Anyway, the, the band rocks and they're, they're Canadian and American. They're just, if you love beautiful music, you have to love them. Lee Van Helm, what a voice. All right. We're probably late for a break. 
We're right on time because we had a little extra time this segment. We went a little early, so yeah, yeah, we've been doing well. Right on time. Well, this show is driven by Wolf GMC Buick. New name, but same great team. Find them on the corner of 184th Street and Stony Plain Road. WolfGMCBuick.com. More of your texts, and we'll tee up Jason Greger on the way on Sports 1440. Sports 1440. Low down with low tide. Declan killing it with the music today. Have you ever... There's a documentary where she talks about Mutt Lang calling her. And uh, she doesn't know who he is. And he's produced all these artists, these mammoth artists. And she does, she's, he's got a, you know, she doesn't know who it is. And she's about to hang up. And he's like, no, no, no. Go find this album. It's got my name on it. And, and that's how their relationship <laughs> began. She's like, ah, goodbye, loser. You know, but he, he was, uh, he helped her out. And, and she's a big star. And I love her very much. People are sending me Weaker Than songs, so I'm very happy. Do you know Weaker Thans? Not too familiar with their work. Do me a favor. Will you do me a personal favor? Yes. A lot of people say no or tell me what the favor is first, but I like to get it out in front. (laughs) I just said yes. I could ask anything from this point. Type into Spotify or whatever you use. I don't know what you young people are using today. Uh, Spotify, Weaker Thans, Sun in an Empty Room. Okay. Okay. Just do that one thing for me. Okay. And then uh, you could also type in after that, I hate Winnipeg. Okay. I think it's called My Something City, but I can't remember the name of it. Okay. Okay. Big to do list today, but I'll get on it. LT Streetheart was the very first concert I ever went to. Helix was the opener, of course, because they were in the 80s. They had that song Rock You that was, anyway, was just spelling the word. But that's how it worked. You know, you know what's funny about that song? For my, my grade 12 graduation, all the male teachers got together and did a lip sync cover of that song, of Rocky. That's Rock pretty you. cool. Yeah. I still have the video, if you ever want to watch it. Well, sure. I'll lend it yeah. to you. But yeah. Well, it was, I mean, yeah. what's it on? Beta or? DVD. Okay. DVD, baby. All right. Some 41, best Canadian band. Those boys rip. There's a lot of great Canadian music. A lot of it. My first concert was BTO and Bare Naked Ladies. I met Randy Backman. He was in the studio with me for about an hour. What a nice man. I said to him, I like, I love the song, uh, um, Blue Collar, and he played it for me just on the acoustic guitar, and he did it live, and it was brilliant. He's such a talented musician and, and singer and songwriter, obviously. Afternoon Tide, the video for one of the hip's earlier hits, Last American Exit, was filmed in and around Edmonton, and the performance bits were filmed at the old Dancing Shoes. I remember that. Also, uh, don't make me pick a favorite Canadian band. There are too many I love. Amen to that. LT, is there anybody you haven't met? I haven't met any of the royal family. Um, I mean, they've offered. I just haven't gone. Anybody I haven't met. Uh, any love for Canadian band Danko Jones, releasing their 11th album tomorrow. You bet. Mike in Ontario from Winnipeg. I love the Weaker Dance. Used to party them with the singer was in a band called Propaganda or Propaganda High. <laughs> Don't forget about BTO. Never would. Rest in peace, Robbie Robertson. Amen to that. My top three Canadian artists, Shania Twain, Michael Bublé, Brad Kissel, John St. Albert. Alexis on Fire is my favorite Canadian band. They were also uh, on Ben Scriven's Helmet. So I have a spot, soft spot for the guy. I like Ben Scrivens. I think he's a really good player. He had that one big outing. Declan hates cheese but listens to the spirit of the West. All is forgiven. I agree. 
Well, Todd, I love hearing you back on the airwaves. I missed 1260. I missed you the most. Oh, also the weaker thans are amazing. My Spotify is full of their stuff. I love them. One great city it's called. Thanks, Shane. You know how like songs, you know the song, but you maybe not know the title. I do that a lot. I, I can never remember one of my favorite songs is by Tom Petty. It's called Walls. And you'd think I'd remember Walls. And in that song, Lindsey Buckingham of Fleetwood Mac, he sings towards the end. He sings a, a line from it, right? And I, I sing the hell out of that line because I can hear Lindsey Buckingham and I feel like I'm channeling. I am not, but I feel like I am. And I, ne- I always go, I like that Tom Petty song. And then, then I have to think of and it. Walls is mentioned 50 times in the song. You'd think I'd know it, but, you know, the brain, it works the way it works. So do we have a list of what Gregor has? We used to do that at the old station. We'd have a list of what he has coming up, and then we could promote it and then tell people so they could stay tuned for it. We absolutely do. Do you want me to run through it now quickly? That would be fantastic. Yeah, so coming up on the Gregor Show today at 2.20, he has Pete Burkich, former Vikings player and coach and current radio Analysis, an analyst, excuse me. 2.40, Colin Livingston with the Cantor Race Report. 3 o'clock, Terry Ryan, big guest of the day. He's going to be co-hosting with Gregor for, for 3 until 6, I believe. Robin Brownlee on at 3.20. Tony Mar- Marinero uh, from the Sick Podcast in Montreal is coming on at 4.20. Mark Spector at 5. And Ryan Marsh, the Spruce Grove Saints head coach, is going to be coming on at 5.40. So good show, big show, a lot of uh, big names on there. You did a very good job of that, by the way. I struggled through you know, it pretty I- badly. Had to. No, I feel I feel badly because I feel like we were, you know, m- mocking you a little bit and, and maybe making you feel bad. I'm strangely better at just go- talking off the cusp than I am off reading pre-written material. I always seem to stumble when it's pre-written, but when, when it comes off the top, there's there's a little bit more flow and authenticity to it. You you know, one thing you have is a strength, and it'll guide you through your radio career or whatever else you do, um, brain surgeon, rocket science, is you 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 fly through. The, the line is given and you fly through it, but you acknowledge it. You don't go, Oh, that you got to think on your feet and you do. You're going to be a great broadcaster for a long time. Uh, this comes in via 1833-401-1440. Great Canadian band, Prairie Oyster. I will tell you, after you're done with the weaker thans and sun in an empty room, type in Prairie Oyster. Did you fall in love with me? It is one of my favorite songs of all time. Doesn't matter where a band is from. It is so beautiful. They, the, the mandolin is in there. There's a bunch of different instruments and the, 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 and they also did One Precious Love, which is really nice. I really like that band. It's going on the list. Yeah. I got a, the, the, to, the to do list, like the Grinch's heart, the to do list keeps growing. <laughs> Best Canadian artist, the Tea Party, Leonard Cohen. That guy just oozed class and style. He wrote such great lyrics. That guy, Man, he could write a lyric. He was, Canada is actually, you know, Gordon Lightfoot is a great songwriter. Uh, Joni Mitchell is a great songwriter. Leonard Cohen, Neil Young. Of all the Neil Young songs that I love, one that he wrote really late in his life, Harvest Moon is my favorite. I just love that song. It's off the cuff, not off the cusp. Look, can we leave? <laughs> so can we leave my man alone? I guess I wasn't as quick Look, as I thought. Oh, we just want to stop pounding. We've rained down blows on my guy. So let's let's move on. We'll all, you know, drown our sorrows and come back tomorrow. Not everything has to be perfect. I think I've proven that. It is tough though because I was talking about how quick I am off the uh, off the cuff. 
Yeah. And I get thrown I get thrown that I was saying it wrong, which is I mean, could there be a more embarrassing scenario? Well, I mean, I'm sure we'll come up with it. We've got another six, six minutes. Yeah, it's, it's There's plenty a, of time, yeah. you know. It's uh, been a bad day for me, and it just keeps getting worse. Oh, you know. Like I say, there's time. You guys should see low tide. He's foaming at the mouth just <laughs> how poor of a job I've been doing. <laughs> no, I really am not. You, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'll be straight up honest. You never know who you're going to work with. And in radio, radio is like dancing with two people. And so if if you can't do it, then I have to sit here until you leave. You know, you get a job somewhere else and there's nothing I can do because I like you personally, but you have gifted me a brain and, and quickness and a good voice and you do everything well. So thank you for being you. And that's as honest as I can be. No love for lover boy. I, I, I personally like lover boy, but I like, uh, you know, do you ever, uh, do you ever remember? Do you remember a band called Spoons? They had old emotions and a few songs like that. I loved Spoons. My parents met at the Spoons concert. No, they did they not. Did, pro- no, they so, did ha- not. You are lying hand to, God, to me. Hand to God. They met oh, at the Spoons concert. Oh, you're kidding me. In Calgary. I swear. Oh, please don't be lying to me. You will break my no, heart I, if you 100% are. No, 100% serious. 100% How did serious. I pull that and you told yep. me that? Yep. No, that, well, I mean, they are divorced, so it clearly didn't work out <laughs> too well, but that is where they met. <laughs> It's still a great story. It yeah, still it's is. And they and they they got you. Yeah, me and my so, sister. Well, then the, then it's, it was a beautiful a dog for a little while. Meeting <laughs> meeting. That was that's if we were going to do a promo, we would do that where I'm like I I'm out of my mind with the light that your parents met at Spoons and they got well they're divorced. Yeah, we we can clip that. <laughs> I can get that one out there. Oh, doctor, that's funny. Oh, people are going after you again about cusp cuff. We do a like there's in radio you're you're thinking in real time, so sometimes the words don't come out exactly right. Uh, moving Lavoie, uh, so a PTO can make the team is a terrible asset management. I agree. We want the Oilers to be competitive for the next five to eight years with McDry. The only way to do that is draft and develop your own prospects. Oilers fans should know better than this by now. From Al. It's you're you're absolutely true. Lavoie doesn't cost a thing. He's like eight hundred ninety four thousand. People are going nuts because he he took the offer instead of going for seven seven five. That's not it. He's a goal scorer. Twenty five goals in sixty one games in the AHL, and he spiked. He came in to the off season. He was not part of a, a training camp because he he was recovering from an injury. As soon as he got going by January, he was filling the net. He had close to a point per game in the last forty games or so. This guy is is really good. And even if he isn't, you've got to give him a chance, man. You just do. Joe says, Low Tide, very happy you're back. You were missed all summer. Well, thank you. I, I had a great summer, though. I got to tell you, I I had a hippie summer, the most hippie summer I've had in my life. Uh, my dad would not have been proud of me, and I'm proud of that. I didn't. I I would get up at like 9 Nine in the morning, half the day is gone. But I loved it. It was very nice. I want to do that again. And, you know, the way I'm going <laughs> probably happened next summer. First concert was ABBA when they were here. I'm old. I love ABBA. People get mad when you say you love ABBA. Did you know that? They go, ABBA? ABBA was great. I couldn't imagine why. They've done nothing but release songs that have stood the test of time. Yeah. I mean, I think if you are a male member of ABBA, you probably want to, you know, 
a redo or a do over yeah. because you didn't get a lot of attention. You you definitely have to tell people like, hey, you know, I was I was an ABBA by sure. the way. No, yeah. you weren't. Yeah, no, I was no, one of the a, guys. But. I had the hair. I don't now, but I had the hair. That could have been anybody. Yeah, it was me. Meanwhile, the women are like you know oh, front yeah, and center and singing beautifully and all those songs. And what's your favorite ABBA song? <sighs> I think it's Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, but I I do love Waterloo just because, Waterloo's like I said, great. my dad putting it on, on vinyl and we all danced to it back when we were one happy family. I will, I, t- I will just tell you this so that you don't ever, you know, doubt it anymore. The best ABBA song is Dancing Queen. It, yeah, that you can't oh, go wrong with that one. You can't go. Yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah, that one, you can't and go wrong. My favorite, you know, hit single that wasn't Dancing Queen is called S.O.S., Really nice song. Yeah, that, I know that. Yeah, that was a good one too. Yeah, that was a great one. But they did songs like uh, their the, the throwaways were. They have a song called "Ring Ring," which is basically them singing "Ring Ring" the whole time, and it's great. I love it. Jenna says, "LTU and Declan are a match made in heaven. You haven't had a producer with this much chemistry since Tyler." Yeah, I think we have a lot of chemistry. I, I, I have to say. I mean, I, uh, you know, I'm not dating, but uh, I, you know, maybe. We'll see. Ninety we'll percent of the chemistry stems from you just correcting me on my mispronunciations, which isn't a great <laughs> base for a relationship, but at least we've got something going. Look, we're having a dialogue. It's all about the conversation. We're moving it forward. Sooner or later, you'll find a weakness of mine and hammer it like uh, Dick Pound at a drug testing convention. And you'll just go for over and over, and that'll be the bit for a week. It'll be fine. And when that day comes, I will relish in it. Yes. I hope I use that word right. I well, can't, it's, even, it's, I can't it's, even speak anymore because I'm so I, nervous. I think I think the phrase is relish it, but I didn't. <laughs> no, don't do that to me. Don't do, oh for three in two hours is an incredible. I've snorted incredible twice amount. on this show. The one thing I never want to do is snort, and I've done it twice in two weeks. Were you a Silaps fan? I was Silaps Junior fan. The the Pittsburgh Penguin Center. He played on a line with Lowell McDonald and Rick Kehoe, I believe, and they all scored a bags and bags and bags of goals. One year, 72-3, somewhere in there. Hi, LT, like you, the guests who are amazing. I also add the tragically hip and rush. have to throw in Guy Lombardo and his Royal Canadians for my beloved parents. Well, that's the old Lang Syne. That's the version everybody plays on New Year's. Are you waving at people behind me? Yeah, we were having, we were, we were the, we were the goldfish in the fishbowl getting oh, peered at. So I, I gave him a wave and said, Hey guys. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, the, there's, that 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 is a disadvantage for me. I can't see. I know. I know. Gregor's getting frustrated. He's going to put a big mirror up he, there. And Co- Connor's the resident waver. And I know. Every time he waves, well, Connor's he, Captain Social. You know, he is got a bag of he sociables is. in his pocket. He's there. Um. Okay, I'm I'm not sure what this is about. Um. Okay, I'm not. Uh, who uses the word Chesterfield? My eighty-year-old mother. That's who. That's true. Chesterfield doesn't get you. Chesterfield, I believe, was a was a brand name of a couch, but it came so popular, like Kleenex for, you know, for Kleenex. I think that's. I think that's what it was. I think there was a Chesterfield company. I thought that's what it was too, but my confidence is so shot at this point. I'm not even going to begin to give. <laughs> this hurts any me that you have the, the, the lost your confidence so bad. You guys will not be hearing me for weeks. Oh, well, that's sad. I feel bad about that. No, I'm I'm too vain. I could not go hearing my own voice for that long. Guys, you're forgetting the Irish Rovers. I watched their TV show. I think it was on Wednesday night, and uh, 
uh, I liked Whiskey on a Sunday. I would always sing that song badly, but I liked that song. Hemi Dog here, you guys have a good rapport. I'll send a definition if you need it. <laughs> Our texters are, are teeing off on us now. I love it. I love it. Oh, well done. <laughs> uh, sneakers doesn't get used anymore. That's true. You ever going to have JMO as a guest? We might. I mean, I'd love to have him on, but I, I wanted to give, you know, I wanted to get rolling on the show, but I would have Jamo on all the time. I really like him, and he's a good friend of mine, and I love him. He's a brother. So I enjoyed today probably most of all, and we're going to bring it back tomorrow with Lansky and Yuram Chuck. Thanks for tuning into the Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440, and it's time for an update.